0: Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto, from beginner tips to expert picks. Use this as fuel for your investing journey, because when you're in the know, your money will grow. All views expressed by speakers on The Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on The Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.
1: BeamPod is presented by Dowmaker, the top crypto launchpad in the industry. Dowmaker allows people to participate in top crypto
0: projects before they launch and generate some of the best returns you can find anywhere.
1: They also provide growth solutions for crypto projects that are looking for funding and assistance with marketing.
0: With their revolutionary new public strongholder offerings, everyone can get early access to top crypto projects regardless of their net worth.
1: Dowmaker is rapidly disrupting the venture capital industry. If you're interested, head over to DowMaker.com to learn more.
0: Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka The Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, The Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be interviewing the CEO and founder of Cryptomon. This is one of the biggest play-to-earn and blockchain games we've seen coming out this year, so I think it's going to be a great episode. Welcome, Umberto.
2: Hi, guys. I'm very happy to
0: be here thank <laughs> you very much for hosting me. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. So, um, yeah, Josh, you want to yeah, take it off? Yeah,
1: thanks. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Umberto, tell us like, what exactly is Cryptomon?
2: Um, let me start, let me give you the elevator pitch. Love it. Uh, take, take crypto kitties, take Pokemon, Tamagotchi, put them together, shake it, <laughs> and then you get Cryptomon. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> so. That's, that's the easiest way for telling what crypto money is but uh, at the end of the day is indeed is a uh, is a game that I mean want to resemble the Pokemon experience that we as a kids I don't know guys how old are you but I'm actually I'm turning 30 this uh this Sunday
0: okay cool so we're, we're around that age
2: <laughs> <laughs> class 1992 uh, grew up with Pokemon you know and uh, so at the end of the day my entire childhood has been shipped that and uh, and so I said in, uh, in April, I asked myself, I say, what happens if I take the CryptoKitties concept and I add in Pokemon mechanics to it, you know? Right. And uh, at the end of the day, what I really want to create and what we're trying to create is kind of rebring the Pokemon world that we were playing on the Game Boy back in the days uh, to the reality.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I love it. I, I definitely grew up as a huge Pokemon fan. I still have good memories of getting Pokemon Red for my Game Boy getting charizard and just loving it you know i grew up trading pokemon cards um so i guess that's basically the inspiration from Cryptomon came from your childhood love of pokemon is that correct and now you want to bring in the play to earn the blockchain elements all to that is that right
2: exactly because if you, at the end of the day if you remember those games you know uh, in the game boy when you were a kid you were playing you actually were leaving that world i mean i remember that i was kind of feeling that i was part of it uh but it must have the annoying thing is that you couldn't become a pokemon trainer because pokemon doesn't exist
1: you know
2: right and uh and even though we can't have a pikachu as of today the reality we can't have a mouse that throw out thunderbolts from his face uh or a small charizard you know throwing flamethrower but leveraging the nft and the blockchain what we can create is at least the economy and the society of the cryptomon uh, of the pokemon you know you can have you you can actually become a Pokemon Cryptomon a trainer, uh, because also it's uh, leveraging the blockchain. You you're going to have, you know, Ash Ketchum has his own Pikachu that was unique. It was his Pikachu. Uh and we in Kryptomon, it's kind of the same because you have your own cryptomon, which is an NFT, there only you have it, and all of them are different. Every then every cryptomon is different DNA, different personalities, aspects. So it's really trying to bring that uh back to life and make it make it real I always say that I will be happy if in two three years I will find on LinkedIn people say uh, I'm a full-time Pokemon Kryptomon trainer that's my objective
1: that is amazing that'd be great when you know right now Pokemon is the the one that everybody kind of reverts back to if you could eventually get the masses saying oh yeah this is the next cryptomon you know like that'd be incredible I think that's an amazing aspiration where are you guys yeah, because- go ahead
2: I uh, know, because at the end of the day, if you think about it, um, Pokemon, I mean, it's still a very strong game, okay? Uh, but it didn't change in the last 30 years. It's still the same game that me and you guys were playing on the Game Boy Black and White. You know, I remember the one that was big like this, that you had to go up in the shadow because if there was the sun, you couldn't see anything. I <laughs> just remember those old days. Yeah. Um, but the Pokemon game didn't evolve since then. And... At the end of the day, Pokemon is still a game for kids, you know, but we grew up, I mean, I'm 30 years old, I have a kid, I have a job, I work, you know, and uh, I'm looking for a different kind of experience nowadays on games, you know, and that's the reason why I don't play, I mean, I'm still playing Pokemon, I'm I'm playing Pokemon Silver, but this is more just for the nostalgia effect, not because I love the game mechanics, because they don't give me what as an adult I want. Uh, or I'm looking for. So the idea of CryptoMoney is really to make, create the Pokemon, you know, for the kids like us, but making it is uh, worthy for us to spend our time and playing it and uh, giving the game mechanics that we don't have. Uh, Because when we were kids, the game mechanics the Pokemon gave us was good enough, but now they're not enough anymore.
1: Right. So it sounds like there's some amazing aspirations, uh, a lot of stuff to come down the pipeline. Where are you currently at in development at the moment with Cryptomon?
2: Well, so first of all, imagine that we are just like nine months old. Wow. (laughs) So uh, Cryptomon actually, yeah, indeed, Cryptomon actually started, uh, I've launched Cryptomon, um, the landing page and the white paper back in 2nd of May, 2021. And uh, with that, we we went viral immediately uh, and we actually started, you know, realizing that we need to, that people want this. Uh, that was back in June. And then in June, we started, of course, starting the entire development and uh, design, the game design. But at the end of the day, one thinks that people, especially in the crypto, uh, don't understand that building such a game, it requires time. You know, usually a company to build a game takes two years, three years. And now we're trying to build, you know, everything on the way we go. Um, so nowadays, we as uh, in December, we actually released our first version of the game. We can we can thinking about it as an MVP, a minimum viable product, uh, which is we call it a tamagotchi. So now that I see on the background here of Shane, you know, you yeah. can see the cryptomons. So now what you can actually do is mainly taking care of their cryptomon, like in tamagotchi. So you need to feed them, make them happy, and then you can train them. Um, and then there was kind of the baseline and then from this we're starting developing on uh, next tuesday for example we're going to release uh, the breeding so cryptomon will be capable to breed so for example Shane all of your crypto in the background will be capable to become junior so they you will see them getting older and changing their aspect cool. and they will be capable to to breed and together to that we also will, they will be cap- we're going to add uh, the first play tour earn- mechanics that, which is called the tamagotchi quest so you know quest chains that if you complete you all can earn in-game assets or also a um, game on coin and then in the next step we are going to we're aiming for the pve so start introducing the battles and then the pvp and then a lot of other stuff that it's going to be huge
0: awesome yeah that sounds like a really cool roadmap um, you guys have come so far in such a short amount of time. I can't believe that you had the MVP up in May and you've launched it. You've got, you know, you did your NFT minting, you had the eggs, you've got this Tamagotchi dashboard you say and and you, I'm I'm obviously I'm personally excited for the battling element like I'm I've I've I think I've got about seven different cryptomons so it's going to be interesting to see what they can do. Um and as you said, you know, this whole idea, the genesis of this was from your love of Pokémon and our love of Pokémon growing up. So what parallels like what would what would you say is different about Kryptomon than Pokemon, other than obviously the player and elements? But, you know, in Pokemon, you have the trainers and the explorable lands and the gyms and the battles and that kind of stuff. Um, and and the, the most Pokemon can evolve two times. W- what are the differences in how cryptomon is going to work to how Pokemon works? And what are the similarities, if that kind of makes sense?
2: Well, I will say that there are more similarities than differences. Because at the end of the day, I mean, if we look at the from a product perspective, the Pokemon mechanics, okay, they have been created 30 years ago and they're still working. I mean, 30 year, thirty years after that the first Pokemon game has been released, if you look at Pokemon game, it's still the same. The way you play, I mean, of course, they add minor stuff, but the underlying core mechanics of the game are still the same. And actually, because those are real great mechanics. I mean, at the end of the day, those are really great. Why should we shoot, you know, create something new Why should we reinvent the wheel, you know, when something has been already built? So, of course, we are making it, uh, we make slight changes also on the battles, but we're taking a lot of inspiration, so to say, on what Pokemon is. But then we made some different changes because, for example, in Pokemon, if you think about it, you don't have a real living kind of creature. I mean, if if your Pokemon, you know, go to zero in health, you go to the Pokemon Center, you're healing it, and then you're back up. In crypto we actually added the Tamagotchi part, which is really important that makes you that you really need to take care of it, you need to feed it, you need to play with them. Because if it's if you don't play with it, it them, it's depressed. And if it's depressed, the then you can't battle and, and so on and so forth, like that. Um and then uh, regarding the the entire ambition that we have is indeed also we want to create explorable lands. You know, we we are now finalizing the design of the lands, the building, the overworld. That kind of things. That will hopefully we will start bringing back life, uh, bringing to life probably at the end of this year, somewhere during the fall 2022, because it's kind of a very big job. Um, and then the entire tournament structure. I mean, we we do also have planning to have the elite super league like you had in Pokemon, but we kind of changed the way it works in order to we remove the gyms. There's not going to be gyms, but there's going to be tournaments like in Poker Stars where you can participate. And if you win the tournaments, then you can qualify for the world championship. And if you win the world championship, then you can participate against the league and then become the world champion of Kryptomon, you know, and uh, getting sponsored, maybe when we're going to get there. So at the end of the day, the entire ambition that we have and that I have is really to make this um, real, really create some sort of economy and a society next to it. And then the entire game design, it's bring to a very big e-sport kind of a vision and ambition so that really we have people competing in competition, doing their best to be the most, uh, important mon trainer in the world and, uh, and so on.
1: Right. So right now we're still in a bit of an early development and I know Shane mentioned, he has seven of these mon at the moment. Is that right? That's right. Right. So mm-hmm. I know everybody, one of the first questions asked is how can people get involved now? And with nFTs it's always what's the utility what's the utility of these nFTs? So how would you describe the utility of these NFTs to the average listener: Well,
2: well I will say guys, if you don't have a crypto NFT, the entire game of cryptomon goes uh, around the utility of the crypto NFT because every cryptomon is an NFT, okay so and if you want to play the game of cryptomon, you must have an NFT, you must have a cryptomon. And the entire mechanics is behind that. So if you, if you have a Cryptomon, you, then you can play, you can battle, you can earn the money, you can evolve in the game, you can, you know, you will be a gamer, a part of this world. But for this, you must need an NFT. And this is something that you actually got a very good point is when about the utility, you know, because my personal opinion, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm kind of not a very big fan of, you know, crypto punks or that kind of stuff. Uh, because I think at the end of the day, you know, if they NFT as those you can see of digital art, they're really cool. It gives a lot of a you know opportunity to for artists to to fundraise and so on. But I still, it's more. I still think it's more like a bubble than a real use case, <clears throat> to be honest. Uh, because at the end of the day, uh, you know, you buy a picture. I mean, I was thinking about it. Think about crypto Kitties. You know, they guys, they were the first crypto game using nft in 2017 they completely blocked the the entire ethereum chain for like two weeks or something like that when right. they come out you know they, they, they completely shaken the entire industry uh, but if you look at the end of the day what you get you get a very expensive png
0: yeah you know for sure. and, yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and as most of other gif and the thing is i can also if i go to a, and see i right click save, download, I have the same PNG that you have, but you pay the 10,000, 20,000, a million dollar, I just double click, save, copy. Right. So to me, that doesn't really have a real value. While in the other case, Cryptomon are real living NFTs. So meaning that if you, first of all, has the utility to, of course, play in the game, but on the other hand, since they are, we call it the living NFT, if you take care of them, if you train them, you are actually going to improve their own value, you know. And at the end, and this is what actually shocked me when Crypto Kitties popped out, it was, it's a real digital pet. I mean, if you have or uh, if you have a I don't know a competitive dog or a horse, you know, if you really take care of your horse and your horses start winning a lot of ruts and uh, your horses become a champion, the more you're taking care of him, the more you train him. The higher the value will be of that horse people will pay you to have your to breed with your horse because mm. they want the kids of that one you know and this is exactly what we're bringing back to what we're doing with crypto we're doing just the same thing Perfect. only the things you don't have a physical horse in your house you just have a very nice pet on your monitor that's the difference but uh, aside from that it's completely working the same way
1: right so you need an nft so you need an nft if you're going to play cryptomon where can people grab them and how much are they currently selling for at the moment
2: well, um, there are several ways to grab them. Of course, the easiest one is just going into the marketplace, and buy
0: one. <laughs> and that, um, that's uh, is that Mochi but, Market?
2: Uh, no, actually, I mean you can buy on Mochi Market. You can buy on Tofu NFT. If if you go now, you can also buy this on uh, buy it on Binance NFT marketplace. There's there are some crypto mystery boxes because two days ago we did uh, another drop of uh, mystery boxes on Binance NFT. And we sold two thousand five hundred on X at ninety five dollars each, and it went sold out in 0.17 <laughs> seconds. Wow! <laughs> Amazing. So it was quite crazy, and, and that was the second one. We were scared that we couldn't make it. Uh, the first one it went uh, sold out in zero point twenty seven, and the, 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 the second one it went uh, in zero point seventeen. But so either you can buy it, you know, from also, for, and but we also have the Kryptonon marketplace. So if you go to market.kryptonon. The call, you can go there and uh and buy it uh, from other players. But on top of that, we actually doing a lot of uh, activities, you know, to uh give the players the opportunity to get an egg even without buying it. So either if you are a uh, camo coin holder, you know, so you bought a Kemon coin, you can stake it, and then you can earn candies, and then you can play those candies in a weekly lottery, and if you're lucky, you win an egg. Very or, cool. uh, Every or every month we do we do something even more cool than this, which is the Cryptomon Treasure Hunt. We call it, or the Hack Hunt, as the community is calling. It's a Pokemon Go-like experience. So through your mobile, you go to a specific page, and every month for three days, you can go around your town and looking for and uh, looking for hacks. Awesome! Like yeah, that's really cool. And if cool. you're like lucky, you get one.
0: I love it. So that's the the NFTs in Cryptomon, the whole, the whole game is built around NFTs and you've had several successful minting and launches and that's awesome. And I'm obviously I'm, I'm an investor myself with my own eggs and now Cryptomon. Um, but let's just have a quick discussion about the token itself. So came on. So what, what do you, what can you currently purchase? Are there in-game upgrades, you know, candy packs? What are you using to, to get with the token in the game? So basically the utility of the token.
2: Yeah, so let's say this, that the more the game evolves, you know, the more feature and the more we get closer to the final vision of the game, and technically speaking, they will never die because we're still having a lot of ideas also coming from the community, but the more game mechanics that we add, the more utility we bring to the KMO coin. At the end of the day, Shane, you need to think about it that uh, every in-game transaction, monetary transaction in the Cryptomon universe, in the Cryptomon space, it will be actually uh, paid in Cayman coin. K-mon coin is going to be the only currency. So, as of today, what you can do with the chemo coin it's either staking it to earn candy that you can then later on, you know, playing for the lottery and winning an egg, or if you, uh, you can buy those boxes. I mean, with the kemon coin uh, your crypto needs to be fed needs to be trained and so on we give you free loot boxes but if you want premium items of course you can go into the marketplace and buy those pockets uh, loot boxes with uh, with the kemon coin
0: Right, and, so um, sorry, just in in it kind of brings me back to my childhood again, growing up and playing Pokemon. So you know, some of the best things that you could buy in the Pokemon game was like the rare candy to level up your Pokemon, and there was you know the the fishing rods and the Ultra Balls and the Great Balls. Will Cryptomon have a similar thing to that, where you're using the Kmon token to buy upgrades for your your Cryptomon and that kind of stuff and items and and Crypto Balls? I don't know if there's a Crypto Ball, but yeah, stuff like that.
2: Let me say this because I'm this. Uh, Open and closing parentheses guys. I'm the spoiler god in the crypto community (laughs) So the community knows that every time, you know, if you ask me a question like this Everyone knows that I'm gonna spoil something (laughs) Even on future development. What (laughs) I can say is that Shane, we don't have this yet But just because we didn't arrive there with the game design and with the game development But I can say we will have it
0: right Awesome, I love it. Um, so, okay, we've, we've basically covered the utility of the NFTs, the utility of the token, some awesome things um, that you can do in the game, and that you will be able to do. But when people talk about blockchain games and play-to-earn games, and they hear all about you know Axie Infinity and stuff, I think one of the things that attracts people to these games is that you can really earn money you know people are quitting Mm -hmm. their jobs around the world to play Axie Infinity I think that's just at the top top of the show you said one of your goals is you want to see people on LinkedIn showing that they're a CryptoMon trainer that's their job that means they're earning money so do you have any idea how much people could actually earn playing your game do you have a goal that you want to set where people you know what, what is the up what is the upfront cost to get into cryptomon and what what would your goal be for people earning is it you know a few hundred dollars a week or is it a few hundred dollars a month or, or is it more than that you know what, what what's your long-term goal and, and what can you what can you think it can achieve
2: well um so starting from the entry cost the thing is uh currently and this is our main objective is to make that buying a cryptomon a very let's say entry level one because of course you can buy a very strong cryptomon with a. Super DNA, very well trained, and will cost you, I don't know, fifty thousand dollars. I mean, the IS cryptomon has been sold for like seventy-five thousand dollars, wow. something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at an entry level, it shouldn't cost more than hundred dollars for me. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying so is because as a gamer, I'm I'm used to pay eighty hundred dollars for uh FIFA for Assassin's Creed, you know, that's kind of a reasonable price. People, people and gamers are used to, you know, and the main objective that we have is not because is to tackle the gamer community, the gaming market, the gaming population, not only the crypto gamers, because if you look at right now, crypto gamers counts around 46 million people worldwide, 50, let's say 50 million people worldwide, okay? Gamers population is around 2 billion, okay? Uh, of course, right now, the entry barrier, the UX of crypto gaming is terrible. So if you, I mean, if you really, if you want now playing Cryptomon, you need to be really committed. I mean, you really want to do it because you need to MetaMask, you need to buy the Kmon coin, you need to create, go to PancakeSwap or, I mean, it's a mess. It's not like just downloading an app and start playing, which mo- most of the people are used to. But that's the objective that we have. So remove all the different UX barriers. But the first one, start with the enterprise. You know, if you think about it, starting playing Axie when Axie reached the maximum, you know, hype that was this summer, it was like nine hundred dollars to play the game. Okay, so it's not actually attractive for gamers that really just enjoying the game. That it was an investment for people that want to make money, especially you know in Southeast Asia where $50 a week can definitely change your life. But for people like me in Europe, in Amsterdam, or in US, $50 a week doesn't really change your life. It doesn't turn your life up and down. You know, it doesn't complete. Most of the people actually, if you want to play a game, and if you're a gamer, you really don't care to make such an amount of money. You're more maybe willingness to having the experience or fun. I mean, people are spending a lot of money in games. Think about how much money people are spending in Fortnite or in Call of Duty, you know, because they spend so much money because they just want to have a very nice game. They bring them, you know, give them a break from, you know, all their life. They want to enjoy it and so on. So our main objective is a crypto company. We always said that we are not a crypto company. We are a gaming company that that's leverage blockchain and crypto to enhance and to offer new game mechanics. Okay. Which is it seems stupid, but it definitely makes a difference in the vision and the way we do work as a crypto team, as well as the fact that we don't call ourselves play to earn, but we call play and earn. You know, because play to earn the tool bring with itself the meaning that you are actually playing because you want to earn money. Right. Play so- and earn. It put the focus and the emphasis on the fact that you are playing because you like the game. And you having you're having good time, and on top of it, you earn money. So for us, earning is the cherry on the top of the cake, not the cake. Most of the play-to-earn games right now, they have not very engaging gameplay, not really fun gameplay, you know, and putting everything their focus only on the earn. And this is fine. I mean, this is fine, but this will prevent those games to really scale through the billions of people which are gamers. You know, mm. and yeah. this is the main objective that we have. I think that's, um, I think that's great. Just,
0: it's like, um you know, if you, if you think about, as you said, a lot of the play there games, it's, they're kind of sloppily put together for people to make money. But I agree with you hundred percent. The best way to build, you know, a brand, a product, and most importantly, a community is to put the focus on the gameplay, the user experience, and just if people are having fun, they're more likely to tell their friends to play it. They're more likely to share it on social media as opposed to, you know, it being an investment per se. So I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Build a very fun game, an engaged community. I can see from your community, you know, have so many fans. People genuinely love the product. Every, all the, you know, the design work that's gone into your NFTs, to the game, to the previews, everything has been done so well. So you can tell that you guys are doing it the right way. And once you build that very very popular game that people love then you can build the monetization aspect around it whereas you're not just shoving it down people's throats right away like you can make money become a millionaire you know like that's kind of just not the right right way to do it and it's what you see in the play earn industry so i think play and earn that's just a great tagline it kind of separates you guys from a lot of the competition in the industry so i, I think that's a great idea
2: no correct and also <clears throat> i mean at the end of the day the entire scope here is of course if I want to see on LinkedIn people that makes money and making a living, you know, they're a full-time crypto trainer, that means that they, they must be capable to earn enough to become full-time crypto trainer. But it, first of all, it's something that you can't achieve from today to tomorrow, you know, to achieve that kind of things. It might take two years, it might take three years, because also on top of that, you want to have a sustainable economy. Because otherwise the risk is that you just you know throwing money to people and then you as a company you don't have money anymore and your company shut down. So you really want to create a, some sort of a sustainable economy that it's you know based on the amount of players that are playing the game, based, <clears throat> based on the amount of money there are circulating that economy. <clears throat> Part of that money also will be given back to players, but at the end of the day, the measure we are now re- releasing the. Um, as I said, the, the Tamagotchi Quest, which is the first play to earn, then we're going to have the PvE. But the real objective and the real monetization it will come with the tournaments. So with tournaments, people, like it happens in poker PokerStars, you will buy your ticket to participate in the tournament, there's going to be a prize spot, and then the winners or you know the first hundred then we'll divide uh, the price bump just look at what happens in poker stores again we're not reinventing the wheel there's mechanics that are working already and uh, we're just adapting them to to us so as there are poker poker you know professional player there will be also uh, uh crypto professional players but that's not that the entire cryptomon vision and world that we're I'm not using the word metaverse because I don't like it right now I mean maybe I can start using again in two years when people will stop talking about metaverse because nowadays everything is a metaverse so the entire objective and design of the pokemon world is also to allow players actually also to make money uh, not only by fighting but also by doing other stuff you know having other kind some sort of jobs but I can't, can't say nothing there because I still prepare the bomb for it to be dropped. So, but th- that's already a spoiler. People will make money even without battles, even without actually playing, but really having another specific role inside
1: of the world. That's that's great. I totally respect your decision. And you know, Shane and I were talking about this uh, recently. Is you know, when you're growing up, gaming is all about having fun. You know, it's all about flicking on your Nintendo and battling and trying to get to the end of the game. It had nothing to do with earning. So the play and earn with the cherry on top, very admirable. And I fully respect that. In terms of the gameplay, is it going to be, is this a mobile game or is it going to be played on PC? Like, What's that going to look like?
2: Well, so as of today, since we are working on an MVP, uh, it was easier for us to drop it on a browser, blah, blah, sorry. Browser-based game, so browser. So you just go to the browser with your computer. Unfortunately, it doesn't support a mobile browser, so you need to do it with a laptop. But this is going to not last for a lot of time. Actually, we are already start developing the mobile native app, and as soon as it's ready, we will discontinue the browser version, and we're going to have an Android, iOS app, uh, and it's going to be mobile, because again, at the end of the day, this is the kind of experience. But I think in mobile, it might be the best next step, okay? In our product development. Awesome. But the, but this doesn't mean that we will not go back to PC. We will not go to console. We will not go to Oculus Rift in the future. This doesn't mean so. It's that right now in this moment, with the timing we have, with the resources we have, and with the ambition we have, mobile is the logical next step. But then to me, playing via mobile or playing via the console at the end of the day it's the game is the same it's just changing the channel you know the the tool that are using to access the world uh right now mobile is the best one in the future where the game will evolve probably will also extend to other uh
0: platforms so to say Very cool. Very cool. Um, so I think we, yeah, we basically covered how the game works, how to get involved, what the vision is. Um, the one thing I wanted to ask as well is because Josh and I work with Dow maker on a regular basis and I know you guys went through (laughs) their sister, um, infinity pad to help you guys launch. So I just wanted to ask you quickly, you know, how that experience was, was, you know, did you see that have a big benefit to your community in terms of going through infinity pad and the launch experience? And just if there's anything you can share with us for that, that'd be awesome as well.
2: Well, it was a, actually it was a great experience. I mean, I have to say that our Ido, I mean that was my first Ido, so it was kind of everything was new. Uh, and to be honest, I have to say that all the three Ido platform that we work with did a great and amazing job. And uh, and I have to say that Infinity Pad, indeed, you can see that behind it you have you know the Maker team, and it's kind of the the little sister of Maker. You can you definitely see that. Because the, the way the team worked, everything was super, you know, organized. And, uh, I mean, they made the entire process so easy for us. It's so understandable that, and also the support they gave us through the IDEO period, pre-IDEO, through the IDEO, post-IDEO, not only to us, but also to the community. That was that was great. So, definitely, <laughs> I will definitely, you know, advise or give it anything to any other project if someone want to listen, looking for an ideal platform, thumbs up for InfinityPad for sure.
0: Awesome, love to hear that. Um, so I guess, how, how would people go about finding out more about your project? Well, you know, what's your Twitter page, your telegram, you know, your personal handle, if you want to put that on there so people can learn more about the CryptoMon project?
2: Well, I think that the best way it will be go to the cryptomon.co Cryptomon.co website, because of course there you can find all the different links. I don't remember the, the Telegram link because it's quite long and it's quite hectic. uh but search look for us on cryptoman nft on Twitter uh but mainly best way is to go for cryptomon.com and there you can find our Discord our Telegram and our Twitter if you jo- if you join Discord we have a community on Discord around 60 65000 people Telegram the international group is around 90 90000 people but if you are you know you we're looking for some localized in your know, language or for a local community we have like 16 17 different localized community and i have to say that the entire team and the entire mods team are doing an an amazing job so again kudos and a lot of love for my entire team there but yeah go to cryptomon.com and then you can lose yourself there
1: lovely hey look umberto it's been amazing having you on the podcast today we learned a lot you pr- provided a ton of color on cryptomon and you know, hopefully Shane will be nice enough to sell one of one of the ones that he has to me, because I don't personally own one at the <laughs> moment. But you know, after listening to you speak about the project, I might have to accumulate some more <laughs> in the near future. We're gonna convert
0: him, Umberto, no worries. We're gonna have Josh <laughs> with his stable
1: of cryptomon in no time. <laughs> all right. Cool, cool. Well, well thanks, thanks for joining us today. And uh, make sure you all tune into the next episode. That one's gonna be a banger. Thanks, Umberto.
2: Thank you guys.